Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Empowered Word of Faith podcast. Good evening, everyone. This is Evangelist Alfreda Lockett Evans, and I'm from Full Gospel Holy Temple Church in Dallas, Texas. Tonight's podcast is entitled, When You Encounter Your Red Sea Experience, Don't Let It Turn You Around. Galatians 5 and 1 says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Beginning in the 12th chapter of the book of Exodus, we see that the children of Israel were delivered out of the hands of the Pharaoh in Egypt by the mighty arm of God. They were on their way to the promised land. After walking in the wilderness for only about 20 miles, they encountered their first major trial, and they found themselves between a rock and a hard place. Ahead of them stood the raging Red Sea, and behind them came Pharaoh's raging army, fully intending to either kill them or take them back into bondage. What were they to do? They had a mind to go forward, but it looked as though they had no choice but to go back. But God let them know they never had to return to slavery if they wanted to move forward. God provided them with an earth-shattering, a mind-blowing experience in that he parted the Red Sea. He told Moses, that leader, what should be done. Moses obeyed God. The Red Sea opened. Moses pressed the people forward and the children of Israel crossed over their Red Sea on dry ground. Now that took care of the rock. Then God took care of the hard place by drowning the enemies of the people. His people never had to go back into bondage because God took care of both the rock and the hard place. The Red Sea did not cause them to turn around. But how many of you know that God would never have any of us return to the bondage that he delivered us from? The enemy fights the established saints as well as the new saints, in an attempt to turn them around and have them return to a world of sin. He tries to make us all think that we can't make it when living God's holy way, free and separated from sin. He makes us think that we must return to our old lifestyles. Yes, the enemy still tries to convince even the more senior saints who have a locked-in grip on God to turn around and return to a world of sin. But the devil is a liar. We can make it. Look at the cloud of determined saints that surround us. We all must decide whether or not we'll go on with God or turn back into a world of sin. Sometimes it won't be easy on this road of righteousness, but God will create a way for us to escape every negative situation. 
You may open your refrigerator one day and only see cold air and a bottle of ice water. But God will feed you. I heard the testimony of a sister from my church that had been abandoned by a husband and left with several small children to feed. She had no food. But she prayed, praised God for the food that was coming, and she acted on her faith. She set her table as though the food was already there. Guess what? Within a short period of time, she heard a knock at the door, and there was a neighbor of hers that had bags of food for her and her children. The neighbor testified that God had laid this woman and her children on that neighbor's heart, and she brought just what they needed. It's also times like this that God will show us that we have resilience or the ability to adapt to a situation that we may not be aware that we have. This is my own testimony. Once while raising my son as a single parent, we had one medium-sized white potato, some flour, a little baking powder and oil, a little syrup, and a smidgen of ketchup. I made what me and my son started calling survival bread with flour, baking powder, and water, and we had a giant pancake with french fries. I was even able to spank the syrup bottle and get enough syrup to go on our pancake. When we finished eating, we were full. My son even thought we had an exotic treat and even later asked when we had some money uh, if we could make some survival bread even when we were not in survival mode. Now, after my son and I ate our manna from heaven meal, I went into the closet to pray. I felt what I thought was a soft belt from my robe in the closet fall on my head. Thinking that I would just replace the belt when I finished my prayer, I just kept right on praying. After the prayer ended, I looked for the belt to replace it on the hanger. But nothing had fallen. Then the Lord spoke to me and told me to look into the back of the drawer of my nightstand. I obeyed him and guess what was in there? There was a savings bond for $75. Now I knew that I had redeemed all of my savings bonds and yet there it was. I had just enough money to buy food until payday. Instead of a soft belt from my robe that dropped upon my head, it was the savings bond from heaven. Hallelujah! Psalms 37, 26 says, I have been young and now I am old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. Now the above testimonies represent two women who were abandoned by men who had vowed to love them and never leave them. But without our experiences, how would we have learned that even when men walk away, God will never abandon us? How would we be able to testify that he will feed us? We both realized, along with our children, that he would meet our every need. God will comfort you in a way that no human being can. Though man may walk away from you, God will never leave or forsake you. Deuteronomy 31 and 8 says, And the Lord, he it is that doth go before thee. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. Fear not, 
neither be dismayed. Saints, your suffering for Christ always has a purpose. First Peter 5 and 10 says, But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that you have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. Besides, your suffering in Christ will only last for a limited time, and the outcome is excellent on your behalf. Psalms 30 and 5 says, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. No matter how challenging your situation may be, you must press forward in God because joy will come in the morning. Never even think about turning around and returning to your former bondage. Remembering what made you run to God from the situation you were in should be enough to keep you from returning. Now, some of you might have been in an abusive situation. You know, abuse comes from both men and women. Do you really want to go back to getting your eyes blackened again? Do you want your money stolen or your belongings hot by someone who says that they love you, but who refuses to work? Mm-mm. Stay free. Some of you were bound by illicit drugs that ate away at your bodies, your minds, your souls, killing every system in you, including your brains. It was eating away at you worse than cancer ever could. Don't go back to that. Some of you were in sexual sins against your own bodies. You were bound whether it was premarital sex, adultery, or even viewing porn. But the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6 and 18 through 20, flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committed fornication sinneth against his own body. And for those very few who claim that you didn't have a hard time in your past before you came to Christ, think about this. It doesn't matter if you were living in a palace and eating bonbons every day. Giving up the world for a life in Christ is indeed worth it all. Now, the enemy may try to convince you that your old life was better than your life in Christ, but if that lying thought comes up, here's what I want you to do. I want you to stomp it down. Don't allow that crazy devil to persuade you with this lie. Stomp it down. The devil may be slow, but you're not. You were there. You know what it was really like. There was no peace in that lifestyle. How do I know that? Because I know that only God alone can give you peace. John 14, 27 says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. We will all experience hard trials in life, whether saved or unsaved. We will all have Red Sea experiences, but our lives are infinitely better when the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost help us through it. Each of us will experience a time when we find ourselves between a rock and a hard place. Oh, oh yeah, it's going to happen. But oh, the joy we experience when God splits our personal Red Seas 
and destroys our unique enemies before us. Our Red Sea experiences are meant to build and prepare us for the kingdom of God and for eternal life in Christ Jesus. And so, saints of God, as I conclude, I say to you, stay with God and don't allow your Red Sea experiences to ever turn you around. God bless you and I love you with the love of Christ. (laughs) 